0: And level 2. Got Welcome to an all-new episode of Fire Pro Wrestling World, the unofficial radio show. This is Jason Matters, and on today's show, (laughs) we got a lot of things to talk about, a lot of interesting news segments we're going to discuss, especially uh, concerning two shows. Uh, That will be part of the commentary that will be weaved into this show today, Uh, results from Raw. Smack to Raw, uh, MLW, uh, uh, All Elite Wrestling, uh, Dynamite, the ratings from Dynamite, and NXT, and as well, um, some from MLW and some other things they're doing for Raw, plus news items concerning upcoming matches with um shows they are playing for new japan pro wrestling in the united states as well as one in um in chicago in in japan in sapporo the one day show double-headed show they're planning for both atlanta and Sapporo. that is upcoming plus other upcoming dates and interesting news on certain matches that did not air on ADW dark and all the rest of it. And then <coughs> the main topic is women's division shenanigans and why it may not even matter in the first place because I'm going to connect it to the ratings. So that's the first segment and then the next segment will be the matches for Friday. uh, uh um, I'm sorry. Smackdown Friday, uh, 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 fire pro wrestling Friday, fire pro wrestling world Fridays and Smackdown ratings and other news of note to wrap up the show. So those are the two segments that we are going to focus on today. And then we're going to tell you what's going to happen next week and other announcements. Then before we get to that, I have a few <laughs> announcements <coughs> concerning upcoming shows and upcoming matches in this particular, in this particular, uh, for our particular show. In the next upcoming weeks, there will be an announcement on the NEVER Open Weight Title and the NEVER Six Man Title. Those two titles, plus a few, plus a high, the high speed championship title for the women. Some of those shows will be defended. Those the title matches will be defended on certain episodes of Fire Pro Wrestling World Fridays. Management has will give the go ahead sometime in February. They have also made the announcement, the management has made the announcement, that there will be, for the major shows, five title matches only. The exception is this, the upcoming Revolution 1, which will have six, because we are unifying two titles. And that other places will have defenses of those particular titles. That, not to be outset. What happened in the match between Jay White and Tommaso Clampa was absolutely crazy. Clampa never lost the title. He never got pinned for the title. He got critical. He got knocked out and lost the title to him. Titan industries you know them as the brand you know them as the as the the, as the brand has begged management to give Tommaso Clampa another chance announcement has been made from management stating that Tommaso Clampa will get a shot at that championship however and I do mean however he will have to go through three wrestlers one of them is Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes still has a number one contendership title that he can still use. But he still has to go over him. He doesn't lose it, but he's still got to beat him. He has three wrestlers to beat. One of them is Cody Rhodes. If he beats all three wrestlers, he gets a chance at Jay White's title again the upcoming month. If he doesn't get it, Cody Rhodes... Gets his chance at the U.S. Championship or the Intercontinental Championship is either or he still has either or to play with, but he but it is leaning towards to the U.S. Championship. But Tommaso Clampel has to beat three wrestlers, and they will make a decision on the three wrestlers that he will have to face. That's the one, that's one. Now, we haven't seen a lot of Okada, Naito, Tanahashi, and uh and Omega. And when we have seen a lot of Omega. We haven't seen a lot of Ibushi in the last several weeks. That is about to change. Now that Naito has reached a certain point and others have reached a certain point, they are going to be available. But You're not going to always see them on Friday. Not Friday, not uh, 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 on Friday, on the Friday shows. You're not going to see them always on the Friday show. And they weren't in the tournament, but they are going to be in this 32 man tournament soon. And they will show up in other places as well. So they will be available. And also, one major news fan of note is that Nakatashi, not Nabu Nakatashi is planning to retire at the 21st of this year, 2020, in Currican Hall, and that is the planned retirement for him. Um, He couldn't recover from the injury that he had in 2011. Um, He is 54 years old, and he is hanging up the boots. So there will be a couple of matches of him before he retires this year, this is one of the reasons why the four these four men are coming out of it. They have been been protected a lot recently, but now they are coming back into the four, and they are going to do more work as needed. Other wrestlers are also coming as well. Uh, Mr. Archer is also coming. And certain other wrestlers from the New Japan US side is coming as well. When it comes to stardom and their issue with their things, we will have a unification match very soon. It, it will be in Revolution. And those that unification match is going to be huge. And a lot of the other tiles will also be up for grabs as well. Just to let you know that by the time. The end of 2020, not the end of 2020, by mid 2020, April 2020, at least by the end of then, most of the titles will be held by somebody in the, some main people in that division. And we will have more people coming in soon, and hopefully the other people will come in soon, and there will be rivalries all over the place. So, your wrestlers, your favorite wrestlers, will be on Fridays on the supercards, and most importantly, on the pay-per-views and the pre-game shows as well. And these are re- and those are the reasons why they have to be there because a lot of the people are retiring. Liger's retired. Kazu will retire soon. Uh, Mambo Nakatashi is about to retire, and there will be a whole lot more retirements before this whole thing is done. Before the year is out. So the big boys are starting to come in. They were protected for a while. But the protections are there. But now they are saying they have to be there to promote their league. Bushy Code and Kishy Code respectively. So now let's go to the Raw highlights. Let's see. Here was the announcement. And I'm not surprised at the announcement. Nobody should be surprised at the announcement from Raw. The Raw show was this. The Raw show was this, and here are the matches, first off, Brock Lesnar will enter the Royal Rumble as number one. He will eliminate a whole lot of people. This will actually be the shortest Royal men's Royal Rumble in a very long time. Very, very long time. Until he reaches the big, we know the big show is going to be around 2024. Maybe Edge will be in there. And he might eliminate Lesnar. Bat uh, Riddle said that he wants to get a chance at Lesnar. He's going to be the man to beat Lesnar, bro. Could be either of those three men, I think you're going to see a booking to see uh, um Matt Riddle to do that as well. That's going to be quite something if it really does happen that he is going to be the man that will end the Beast's Beast run. We'll see. Drew McIntyre is now a face. And an interesting story that came out recently, it was not Vince McMahon that changed his name. It was his daughter, Stephanie McMahon, who changed the name to McIntyre. And now he is a face for some reason and starting to gain momentum as a face. Becky Lynch and Azuka have a brief confrontation where Becky Lynch. Went after her after using some moon runes. Look, guys, let's stop using the word moon runes. That is so 2014, folks. I mean, it's got to It's Japanese, folks. We're about to go to the Olympics in six months. I mean, your host here will be heading there before we reach that point. And so, folks, my friends, stop using the word moon runes. It is Japanese to... Ingratiate herself to the Japanese fan base to prove to herself that she is, 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 is Azuka's equal. Mm hmm. Azuka's equal? Okay. Uh, Alistair Black defeated Sheldon Benjamin, which gets obliterated by Buddy Murphy. The War Raiders defeated the OC and the Street Profits. Charlotte and Sarah Logan, brawl. And then AJ Styles defeated Akira Kazawa. And then Eric Rowan defeated Local Talent. What's in that box, bro? Then a plot twist! Trying to make the story interesting. The ratings are still good. I'll show you the ratings later for everyone a little bit later. Yeah. The, it was an interesting story. And then a proper response between Andre and Mysterio. Andre had a... This was a great match. And a faulty ending. What was that ending all about? I don't know what it was. Let's forget that ending and understand it was a good match. And then the Dirt Man and it was turn of the Big Show. Come back again, Big Show. Yes, sir. Big Show returns. He returns. He's a lot more slimmer than last time. Wait, even more slimmer than last time. He's 436 pounds. He's 436 pounds. At one time it was he was five, but now he's four hundred and thirty-six. Four hundred and thirty-six pounds. So that ended, Big Show went. Big and his boys win the match. Big show, uh, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens win the match over KOP and the mid and A- KOP and um Seth Rollins. Yeah. They won that match and they left and they went home happy in that particular case. Let's go to NHT. <coughs> NHT. The matches start here. Chelsea Green finally debuted on NHT TV. Austin Theory defeated Joe King Wild. Free- <coughs> then there was a a, a a bro promo between Widow and Pete Dunne, the Broserweights. Finn Balor offers Johnny Gargano a match at TakeOver Portland. Then the first ever Dusty match, Undisputed Era versus Gallus. The first Dusty match, it was Imperium over the Forgotten Sons. And then the big match of the Dusty Cuts, it was Gallus versus Undisputed. Champions versus Champions. NXT Champions versus the UK Champion side. Heel versus heel match. They traded their offense throughout. Undisputed went over. Then back in the main event, which was Lee, Javorovic, Ronson Priest, number one contenders match. It's the Kipley Show! The Kipley Show now! It's the Kipley Show! It's been his show for a while, bro. We're just living in it. And then... A kicking division, the NST Women's division, eight-way. Anyway. <coughs> Everybody wanted a shot. The next real challenger looked like to be Candice LeRae, and this is their biggest strength right now, as Ripley now the champion, and every girl trying to go after her. All right was a good show for nxt returned to form but in the rating side it wasn't really returned to form we'll get to that in a minute i will weave a little bit of the dynamite show a little bit of what happened over in japan recently and a little bit of what is going on with the rumor mills and whatnot i'm gonna weave this into the whole thing with the ratings and about that in a minute Let's go to MLW Strong Hearts, which is from AEW, took Contra Unit to the limit. Tom Law versus the last great von Eric, which was a nice squash. Promo time. And <laughs> <coughs> interestingly enough, MJF was with AJ Curson and Rich Balticini, And there was as you can see in the picture, I uh, uh, in a picture there that they show there, you can see the uh, uh you can see the show, and you can see the picture. He's wearing the AEW ring, the great elephant in the room, folks. I- I'm not lying to you. It's the biggest elephant in the whole room, and made the match between Davey Boy Smith the This MJF is one of the best heels in the whole business right now, and this is called the meta storyline, folks. I'm also going to talk about NWA Power in a minute as well. This is called the meta storyline. Something that you can see certain connections are happening. They're in different divisions. Everybody knows they're in different divisions and whatnot. But you see how they interplay with each other. Some in very scary and interesting ways. So, (laughs) here's what happened. Hammerstone is being leaned over as a face. This is a rematch of the Super Fight Show that they have. This was a more technical match. Hammerstone. This was the Hammerstone is a boss, but Davy Boy Smith is, is is something special, and Davy Boy Smith won that match. Fantastic, though, for what it was. Strong Hearts versus Contra Unit. Team fun match. I said these Japanese boys can still go either. You saw them in AEW dark, and you see them here. Fantastic match they had with that. And, woo! this was another banging, another good show here. And then, you know, Warner and Jimmy Vavik are going to pretty much in each other's lives in Dallas in Zero Hour. And then you got the interesting thing about Gino Messina. In uh, 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 call, Gino Messina, hey, he looks like he ready to go. She, uh, she looks like she, she's about to go. She's about to go. and, and, and I mean, he's about to go, and he's going to be something really special. I, I like what I'm seeing from him. Then you're going to have some AAA matches with some of the AAA wrestlers, which you know the champion of the A mega ch- Champions is Kenny Omega. There's going to be an interesting storyline. There's an interesting storyline that, that could happen with that. If if Cody decides to pull it through, I mean, they're all the executive vice presidents, and Khan and, and Bauer, kind of like, frenemies if you want to put it that way in the land of business but call it good business call it a triple r a njw a this any other thing let's not hate each other everybody's in the same place come on now we in it but you know it's C M L and all the rest of these things it's a crazy time in this business but i'm gonna weave all of this in calm down let's weave all this in Speaking of weaving all of this in, let's talk about in, uh, NWA Power. Recent episode that came out, good show, and the big surprise there that all this is all about being Strictly Business. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And as part of Strictly Business, guess who joins his group in order to have the sit way against him and... Um, against his team and the Rock and Roll Express. And who is that? None other than Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner? You got Scott Steiner, Nick Aldis? You serious? Okay, 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 I see you. I see you. But a good show nevertheless. A good show nevertheless and a fantastic match again. ODB versus Thunder Rosa, which we will later find out has won a championship in Japan, which will be the lead into hard times. That will be the big match between her and it. And it's going to be Thunder Rosa. She's gonna hold the women's championship for NWA and the japanese tpw championship for tokyo joshi and princess championship their main title absolute craziness on those two sh- on those shows but we're going to weave this into dynamite i want to talk about the ratings First, for Raw, NXT, and then AEW, I'm going to start with AEW first. No, not AEW first. I'm going to start with um Raw first. Because after all the money nights for 16 weeks, guess who's number one? Double-Double-E Winner-Taming. All across the board, two evens all across the board. 2.3, number one on the night in the demographics that matter. Got plus ones on the 50s and olders. That's the whole show. Main event held its own. Couldn't even really touch Love and Hip Hop and all the rest of it. But, you know, it is what it is. Fine. Let's go to Showbuzz Daily and the Wednesday Cable Originals and Network Finals. Because I'm actually going to compare two of the shows. I'm actually going to compare two of them. Uh, let's see here. If we can find it. This is... uh. Yep. Here it is. I want you to... Wa- I'm wa- I will talk about EW's ratings for the female side for last week and this week. But I want to get to NXT. NXT didn't show up In the colored side of the game. They showed up in the latter side of the game. NST had a 0.9 overall. And a 72.1. And they didn't fill out the rest of the whole bracket as well. uh, For that particular thing. But a 0.9 is not really too good. That's their finals for that rating. Now. Let me compare this and tell you the whole story of how this is going to shape up. Last week's episode, they were 13th place and a 9 7 Remember, this was during the Rose Bowl. the College football, and they were doing all college football, and they still got those types of ratings, okay? I want you to look at the female ratings. This was the four women match that was the main event of that evening. An 11 on the women's side for the 12 to 34s, and on the women's side again, a 21. This was last week, the first of the year 2020. Now, let's look at the ratings. They went up to sixth place. They got a 23 in women and increased in women by two point, by two, by two point differential on 12 to 34s. Now, the main women match, and the main women match. Was real versus Satalander. And it increased, even though the finish was. Should we really say this on Cody Rhodes' promotion? Should we really say this? A dusty finish that wasn't a dusty finish. That's. That, <laughs> this is called over the booking. It's called overbooking, folks, and you shouldn't be doing this. You should not be overbooking. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now, in spite of the overbooking, AEW had a 36. We already said at 0.23, flat there. 49 on the next one. 0.2 on the next one, which is 1834, which is still good. But didn't really beat a black in Chicago was there to do that and live PD with all the rest of it. Um, They do the catfish, the show, which times about that one, the NBA, close to the NBA regular season show, which was pretty much. They they pretty much are close with the ESPN ones with the ESPN um, basketball. They're pretty close. 9.47 9.47 ain't that far from the regular season um NBA that they were airing. Real Housewives won the night because of the two females and the persons 18 to 34, but they only got a 1.27. Then you have the American newsroom and all the rest of it. People started to 24, 25 to 24, a 0.41. That's because they're getting the older people, and a 0.36 DDP, despite his age, and Arn Anderson, and all the rest of them, they get some of the people who were in the back in the WCW days, and there's your ratings, nine, nine thousand forty-seven. That's nine hundred thousand four. 947, 947, 947,000 people. It's close to a million. We'll talk about how they get to a million with the Live 7 because Variety have an article on that. But I want to weave my way into what I'm talking about here. Let's do the review on AEW Dynamite. And I want to get to the hot mess. Chris Santa, this is from K Shy Seats. Chris Santa challenge AEW Women's Russ uh, Women's Champion Rio. From Stars and stardom. Yeah, start Uncle Rossi's boys. That's right. Rossi's boys. Rossi's girls. That's right. Cushy Will's girl. Cushy girls, girls. That's right and all them, yes, those amazing adventures with Mayawani, Hachibashita, the big rookie, yeah! Tam Tam, with the beautiful, with that beautiful smile. Look at that smile, Gwina with those fast cars and that, mm, you know what. But Rio is all part of that. The match was going FANTASTIC! Nice vertical suplex. Awesome Kong decided to show up and made their presence felt. Brandy Rose had been on commentary, but she entered the fray to support her folks. She got into Santa Landis' face, and then the mystery bald man from the Nightmare Collider that came out from the ring. Then, she said, I can help you. I can help you. Remember, I'm from i I'm a stardom girl too. Uh, you know the stardom, dude. we from stardom. She showed the deal. Come on, you know, Iwani and all the rest of them. I can help you. I can help you. Come on. Oh, <laughs> this is cringe. This is cringe, my people, my people. Brandy. You're not Stephanie McMahon, you're not her. You can be so much better. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The way it ended, no, 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 no. And then everybody came in. No, 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 no. 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 Every time I've come on this show, it's my personal opinion, it's not the opinion of management, that stardom grows the future of the wrestling business, especially Hannah Kimura, okay? You saw what I've been trying to weave in. I'm trying to weave in this meta. There's a meta-narrative that you're seeing all over, especially on the women's side. Now, whether the meta-narrative is right or wrong, it don't matter. But the meta-narrative has been about whether we like Okada, we don't like Okada, whatnot. Whether Cody can still wrestle and he's the best talker and make you believe in everything. He knows how to make big match fights and all the rest of it. Chris Jericho and the RVD are doing the things that now that um Scott Steiner is known for over the years. Dustin Rhodes is doing amazing work at 55. And a whole lot of it. But I have said time and time again, Hannah Kimura is going to be the biggest star this wrestling business has ever seen. Whether people like it or they don't. The only thing that's going to hinder that, whether people like it or they don't, is whether Cody and his people can actually make stars, from these particular these male stars in AEW, newer male stars in AEW, so far it's been him, MJF, Chris Jericho, and John Moxley. Jake Hager is a humongous. Stu- Jake Hager can sell tickets. Luchasaurus is beloved by the kids. He's six seven three fifteen. 15. He can sell tickets. But what are they doing? Amazing Kong is freaking Brock Lesnar in the women's division. She can sell tickets if given the opportunity. But the storylines, both from the dark order in certain ways, but especially in the Nightmare Collective, in particular, are hurting this division so bad. You want to get into NJW's and Bushy Coles and Kishy Cole's graces, you have to treat their wrestlers with a certain amount of respect. And every time we look at Rio, and Rio has been a champion for 12 for 90-something days and has defended the title three times, people don't realize that she goes to Japan and fights 15 matches. She had 36 matches in the span, 76 matches in the span of the time that she won the championship to the day that she defended the title against Chris Santalander. I just want y'all to realize that. In fact, I will, when the new website comes out, I will post something about it on the new website that will come out very soon about the travels of Rio. Because a lot of AEW fans don't understand this is not a Brock Lesnar situation. Every time she's fighting, she's getting better. And you saw it with Chris Santalander, even though Chris Santalander can hold her own. Now. let's look at the responses that were coming from there. They were mad. Now, everybody's angry on the women's side of the game. With the women's with the women's division, right? They're angry. This is not how you treat the men. We want to see the best matches. Rio is as talented as ever. The match was going well. Why bring double double E type stuff into something that is supposed to be little stardom in Jacksonville? That's why I pretty much call the AEW division right now little stardom. Little stardom. It's not big stardom with the actual superstar, Hannah Komura, but it's little stardom with real who can handle own because everybody enjoys her. Here comes Kenny Omega, the second part of the women's division of running who is running the women's division. According to Tony Masiano from k Seats, AEW has done a lot of things right in the past three months. They began airing weekly in October while the pro wrestling world watches AEW have successes and failures on cable television. Their strengths have been the ability to create new stars such as Dolly All-In, good, Orange Cassidy, also good, Sammy Guevara, also good. And all nearly everything Jericho touches turns to go while their tag team division is fully lived off to its hype. But the weaknesses they have stated, as Marseilla has stated, has been their women's division. Little Stardom, Jacksonville. One week after four of their most talented women were out the fat out in a four-way match last night, so a women's match was booked to the ground. And you heard me. I said, no, 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 no. Kenny Omega took to Twitter for a quick chat where a couple of questions about women's uh, division was asked. From Kenny Omega, Senior Vice President of the company, Lately, both criticisms have been, been, have been incredibly ignorant the Depressing The amount of fans who have absolutely no class. That being said, I do try to sift out to, to get to the active culture of the cynicism. <coughs> and then we'll also have another question about the women of AEW. We are still developing face of the division. But real's proven to be an inspiration to many. She has a complete package of so She has the tools to take it to another level. Not sure the AEW needs a face of the women's division, be coherent direction and consistent airtime. Funny that a lot of the same girls and the women have been directed towards starting their down creative years. They know how to build their men's and tag divisions. How can you do the same for the talented women on their roster? AEW needs stardom more than stardom needs anybody. Let me repeat that again. AEW needs Hannah Kimura if they want to have a face to hang their hat on. Not as a face, as a heel. If they want to have a face, their faces is Hannah Kimura and Mayu Iwani and uh, Yukas. And if they're trying to get DDT into it, uh, and Oz and all the rest of them, Yukida, Yukio Sakurai, I believe. Yeah. You need to get those in there. AEW needs stardom now at this particular point for their women's division, and more wrestlers from that division there then they need, then stardom needs them. And that's what Kishy Road and Bushy Road are counting on. They're making the point. And AEW needs NJW more than NJW needs AEW. John Motsley is... A man possessed. You can see it. He's a star. He will run AEW to new heights once he gets the championship, and they're slow burning it. And they know how to slow burn everything. You see Cody in this MJF feud? Wonderful. And the only other upcoming feuds you did, you're interested in them. The Nightmare Collective is a bump in the road, but don't let that bump in the road turn into a disaster. Rio can do so much. Because stardom allows her to do so much. There are fantastic things in the road for her and the rest of stardom. Stardom just needs one move. And they're off. And they already are. There. We're in the Tokyo Dome. They didn't get the road. None of them got the rights to that match. Actually, the people who do um Terrace House has the rights to that match, weirdly enough. They're on, the, they're on their way. Stardom's on their way. That's why this is more about trying to get stardom and what Anna Kimura means than anything that has to do with their women's division. Because if they really wanted to get their women's division off the ground, Brandi Rhodes have to say, okay, I can't this, that, and the other thing. Go get Blanchard. Go get Grace. Go get Blanchard. Go get Grace. Go get Martinez. But you didn't want to get. But Martinez is now headed to the WWE. Um, As I last heard. And. A lot of other things. Have come into the fore. Concerning Grace. And. Tessa Blanchard. And he's trying to get Blanchard here. Because they think that Blanchard is going to take the division to another level. But you see, folks, let me make this clear to you: If Blanchard and Grace are talented, they're not next generation like Dana Camora is. They know it. Everybody sees it. When you see her, you know. You don't have to say a word. She got it. Ain't nobody there, they know. And tell all the people, they know. They love Hizuki as much as they love anybody in the and She's a great wrestler. She retired and whatnot. They know who she coming for. They know. It's Kimura. They know. Once in a lifetime, a generational talent. They know. This is not how you book the show, folks. This is not how you do it. This is a disaster. You got to fix it, and it's going to take a lot more. Now you see the deficiencies they have, and those deficiencies have to be start to fix. You're now at a point where you're going to continue to get nines for a while. And you think you're going to go into this comfort level. You can't be in that comfort level. You can have the chance. The way I'm seeing things now. That you can actually take on and win some of the other uh, shows on, on, on cable at this particular moment. They can do it. They need to stop with the interference in the commercials. If that means that TNT will have to get a major sponsor to do a full two hours straight without commercials or with limited commercial interruption, that's what they need to do so we can get the promos in. On the go-home shows, they need to do that because everybody's promo got count. This is an entertainment show. You saw the ratings there. The entertainment's there. It's a television draw. You gotta understand that this is not how to do the television draw, especially if you're doing a more sports-like enterprise the way you're doing with NJW. That's one of the reasons why they wanted because they wanted to do it in a more sports-like setting. This is not the sports-like setting. You can't have your cake and you ain't eat it too, and that's the issue. The Raw and SmackDown's women's division are getting booked much better. It, 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 it because of the competition that is coming. And then you heard rumors that Eel Shirai and Hojo Kari Singh might be going to stardom, but the only reason why they're going back to stardom is that according to the dirt sheets, Iru Shirai is betrothed to be married to Evil, who is from New Japan. And Los gobbles Dead Japan. And they want to get married, and they want to have a vac- and they want to have a, a honeymoon. And they want to get back into the ring. And, the, and, and stardom's the way to do it. And Hojo did it. They only dare stepping stones to Hannah more, and they know it. And in, in, in the back of their mind, they kind of know it. I mean. And you see all these meta stories going around about who is doing this. On Nick Aldis calling out Cody. On the other wrestlers, all these other days and whatnot. All you have to look is Triple R. And what they did with the uh, Miss Hamburg's uh, storyline and all the rest of it, and the sports entertainment storyline they did for that one—the fat girl who's the face against the skinny girl who's the heel, who knows he can't beat the, he can't touch the girl, so she's gonna use all sorts of tricks. Everybody was eating it up. The triple odd female division. AEW needs more, as well as stardom's division, than either one of those companies need AEW at the moment. Because AEW needs to build that women's division. How are you going to build a women's division? They don't got the stars people want to. Rio is a star, but not Hannah Kimura type. Nowhere near they have to find a star. I already know who's the star. They're not going to do it. They're not going to get Kimura. They're not going to get that. They need the reason why they're trying to get to in, the New Japan. It's because they're trying to get stardom that they're trying to get Kimura. And you saw the reason why. That's the reason why. Overbooking like that is not gonna get them into New Japan's graces. Because New Japan developed their storyline over five, six, seven years before they have anything. Before they have the climax. Stardom is one to two years. These ones are now six months, six, uh, three months before conclusion, before they turn over a new leaf to the major show, where most of the storylines will end at all out, the all in three, before they get into new storylines, and their anniversary show and the whatnot, folks. It's not a game anymore. It's not. They have a lot of work to do before anybody comes to them. Do you want? Now here's the thing: if they want to succeed, they can need. They need Motsley to go through. Motsley can run a whole co- can push the company to new heights. I know he can do it. Watch him. He can do it. But there will always be that little. Eh. Something holding it back Women's division Don't let the women's division hold you back Don't let it hold you back If you want to start to hang your hand in And you're trying to get back with New Japan's good good graces The nightmare collective Interfering in the match with one of Stardom's girls ain't gonna Help your cause It's not That's all I need to say about that Subject Now, I want to get to the news concerning the upcoming shows for New Japan Pro Wrestling. They will be coming into the United States. And here's some interesting things. They will be in Florida, Tennessee, North Carolina. They will come back to Florida on the 30th. And they will do an Atlanta show on February 1st at the same time they're doing a Sapporo show. Here is the show lineup for Atlanta. Because they will have those two shows there. In Atlanta on February 1st, it will be David Finley, Juice Robinson, Tamba Tonga, and Loa for the IWPG Heavyweight Tag Team Championship. Ibushi will face off Owen's Jeff, Cobb, Lord, Archer, Robert Gibson, Ricky Morton. That is. Are you ready for this? That's the Rock and Roll Express. And Tanahashi will face off against. Clark Collins, Alex Zane, and T.J.P. Cole Cabana from, it, from uh, N.W.A. Power. And Yoro Tano will face off against Yohiro Yuhiro Taka, uh, Takahashi and Jada. Rocky Romero and Yoshiyashi against Mr. Sirio and Alex Coughlin and Yugi Nagata, Yoshi Kojima versus Renner called Fedricks. Now, on the February show in Sapporo, here's the matches they're having. Hiroti Goto and Tagi will face off the NEVER Openweight Title. Ishii will face off against Evil. This is a rematch of the match they had a couple of year a couple of months ago. Okada and Moxley will face off against Missouri and Tachi, uh, uh, a Suzuki and Tachi. That's what I'm telling you folks. Oh, uh, 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 o- Motley is a star. Motley can go in and work with one of the biggest stars in the wrestling world right now. That's how that's how high they put this dude. That he's tagging with. He's tagging with Okada. That's how high they put this dude. And, and AEW knows it. That's why they want to work together. Because if they can say, you putting this guy high, and I'm going to make him my champion soon, it's going to be Okada and this dude. It's going to be fantastic. We want Okada here so they can see that Do you know one of the biggest money matches people want to make? Nobody wants to say, and I'm willing to say here. Cody Rhodes and Okada. That's a money match people don't want. They want to do. I want to do. But people should do think about. That's a money match right there. Sanada and Ken Sonata Nato will face off against Kenta and Jay White. Takahashi Ibushi versus Raiuli and Robbie Eagles, Will Osprey Shoyo and Raku Taguchi versus Saber Julian Del Spirato, Karamuru and Doki. Uh, Makabe Hama, Tana versus Tenzin, Nabu Nakatashi and Yota Tushi. and then Tiger Mask 4, Yumura versus Ishimori and Fantasmo. That's all February 1st. Crazy, isn't it? Those are some of the 14 dates. Do you see what they did there? That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. That's the upcoming shows on that particular day. And just to continue, this train of thought, AEW... And NJPW, Cody Rhodes is saying the door is opening and closing. Also from cage-sized seats, he told the New York Post. <coughs> Excuse me. I think the thing that's strange to me that people were asking for this partnership. I don't know what a partnership would look like other than what you saw. Chris Jericho was part of the main events of Wrestle Kingdom. John and as well. They're both successful. What did he call it? The Forbidden Door? The Forbidden Door. It may be forbidden because it's opening and closing and opening and closing. It's public knowledge that some guys here, myself included, has exemptions to work in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I know that their focus is on Stardom and NJPW and our focus is AEWs. So a partnership will look like it's some sharing of talent, some share creative, but we're not gonna do something like a super clash where Kerry Von Erich and Jerry Lawler are fighting over their title in 1998. That's a specific angle I came up with. I'm always hesitant to combine banners, just to respect each other's banners, but I like how it's referred to the Forbidden Door. I don't like it's forbidden at all. Like I said, many people have accepted to work there. They put on a great Wrestle Kingdom. They have amazing talent, especially Will Ospreay. You know why he mentioned Will Ospreay, didn't you? Bray Presley, Stardom, Queen's Quest. Hello? So we'll see where it goes. I guess pretty much for us to feel about it. There's something in the next year that we hopefully will explore. We'll explore it on our end, they'll explore on this end, and we'll see how it works. I'm open if your door is open, Keanu. But the real reason I need it is to save my women's division. I need that wild ass girl named Hannah Komora. So all their daughters from this disinfected young girls only getting 11s and 17s can call their uh, 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 their baby, their child from their baby father's Hannah because they all love them, uh, 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 loving hip hop and she in that demographic and she talks to that demographic. While y'all watch, y'all selves? Damn! I'm just telling you that is the that is the matches they're having there, the planned time they're having there for um for that one, and to lead into the next setup, the AEW ratings concerning variety. This is from Variety, Joe Otterson. I'm just going to mention a few parts. AEW has the advantage in the <laughs> as well. <coughs> I was going to talk about the Live Plus 7s. For the Live Plus 7s, through the 18th, Dynamite is averaging 1.2 million viewers per week, with the 4.5 of those 18 to 49. This is a prominent viewership lift of... 32%. NHT is 97 972,000 in lot plus 7 with 428,000 in the 18 to 49, a viewership lift of 20%. The matchup of the two shows have been dubbed the Wednesday Night Wars as it called back to the ancient monday night wars of the 90s and the early 2000s in which war went up against nitro the media landscape has certainly changed during those days however in both raw and nitro you will get a 2 and a 3 rating in the 849 and some episodes hitting a 5 and a 6. nst is pretty much the brainchild of paul de who created a brand to serve as a deliverable trolley for new and upcoming superstar talent as AEW is fronted by wrestlers and executives Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, Nick and Matt Jackson, and Kenny Omega. The full Jacksonville Jaguars uh, and former executive uh, executive Tony Constance is president and COO. And then you can see the ratings from each side there. This is, it's absolutely fascinating. And then you can add the other ones there. All of those shows, except the ones they had the major um, events for the impeachment and all the rest of these things, they didn't do too well, too hot on those impeachment ones. The eight six three one, which on the twenty eighth, which was on the uh, uh, December eighteenth, they didn't do too hot. They came back on the twenty uh, on the on the first with a nine point seven. Their average is actually a little higher. It's not 914. The other average, if you can see the averages here, is a 9.75. So one is above 8,000 and the other one is below 800,000. Don't fall the ratings there. Damn, I talked for a whole hour about this Day because 2020 has just started absolutely crazy. I mean, there's storylines that they, I don't really like the drunk storyline there. You can see the, you gotta understand there's a whole meta narrative going about. And once you understand it, things start to expose themselves to you, folks. But man, we went a whole hour in two minutes, actually, talking about this. Because you can't be doing the things that you've been doing for the last several years knowing that there are other competitors coming about. GCW, all the rest of the MLW said they have a earth-changing announcement that they're going to announce soon, maybe at, during Zero Hour. There is a stardom with Nihana Kamara. They're going to be in the United States soon. They're gonna playing tough play stuff, stuff in the United States. They're gonna be sharing resources with NPW. Let's not be lying to ourselves here. They're gonna be sharing resources, and she's gonna be out there. You're gonna see on Netflix in America soon. And they said, "Who is this girl? She looked. She. It's like Rihanna. She pro wrestling." Oh, is that real from the AEW? Yo, maybe AEW need to get her. That's how they think. They showcased something about football. Okay? And the football ratings. There is no television show scripted outside of NCIS that gets above 11 million viewers. The the only two shows that got those type of ratings were Big Bang Theory's finale and the, the finale of Game of Thrones. No one gets above 14 million viewers. One syndicated show gets about 11 million viewers, above 14 million viewers. Guess who it is? Jeopardy. Because of Jeopardy James. And his run, James Hilesawa's run. Everything else. NFL football, college football, basketball, the World Series. Do you understand why they are paying out through the nose? For sports content, CBS has gotten back into the game with the new entry in the the Champions League tournament. They're going to use it as a way to bridge themselves with the uh, NCAA tournament, which contract is about to end in twenty twenty four, they're going to use it as a bridge, because they saw how popular, how popular Premier League action is on a Saturday after on a Saturday morning. When the numbers when, uh, uh, for Disney gonna come out, and the numbers for all the rest of it gonna come out, and the numbers for that, they're gonna be stunned. Then I'm gonna. T- then the truth is gonna come out. We'll see what happens in the future. For all that content from the broadcast networks, all of it, that don't reach too? They don't reach two. They don't even reach the top 500 of watch shows. SmackDown has just came back. We're going to see if it gets up to a three or four and a five. We don't know if it's going to happen, but they need a big star. You know what it is. You saw it for yourselves. You see the ratings now for cable. It is what it is. I've talked over the limit. I'm sorry about that. I was trying to pull these things together. Now, coming up in the next segment, and folks, it's going to be a shorter segment because we had this long show there. We are going to talk about the SmackDown ratings, the SmackDown uh, 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 show, uh, and 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 the uh, results of that show, the results of the Fire Pro Wrestling World uh, Friday show, and a whole lot more. Thank you for listening. We'll be back right after this. On the unofficial radio show for 5 Pro Wrestling World, this is Jason Matters. We'll be back right after this. The unofficial radio show for 5 Pro Wrestling World on Rebel K Sports will return right after these messages. Welcome back to the unofficial radio show for Fire Pro Wrestling World on Rebel Cage. Welcome to the second segment of Fire Pro Wrestling, the unofi- Fire Pro Wrestling World the unofficial radio show for Fire Pro Wrestling World. This is Jason Matters. Let's get to the Smackdown and Fire Pro Wrestling World episode Year two episode 13. Let's start with the first one, which is episode 13 uh, It's gonna be a little hard to read because it was a crazy mid but okay, we have year two league matches that was Asikawa versus Kojima a good match between Dells 2 and it with the narrow by Asikawa on Kojima in 18 minutes 39 seconds then it was ACM Rio and Starlight Kid versus Jamie Hader. Um Different. It was a different person that was there. It wasn't Zoluk. Was it Zoe Lucas? No. No, it was somebody else. I don't do it, but I don't remember the name. Uh, and Priscilla Kelly in 17 minutes. Uh... 58 seconds um starlight kid injured jamie hater and she has the finisher and it was called a ko finisher um certain other wrestlers are coming down with the flu and she has having some back spasms after getting knocked out It was a concussion then neck back spasms They said that she will be alright. She just needs a couple of days and they are going through a concussion protocol on that one So The finisher comes into effect and it was a knockout from her finisher Then it was Irie and Yoshida versus Yoshihashi and uh, Mabu Nakatashi Irie defeated Nakatashi in 15 minutes 13 seconds with the head pickup lariat. Then, in the second part of the League Two Year Two League, it was Nagata versus Evil. This has never happened before. Everybody in Los Angeles, Dead Japan is on absolute fire. Sonata defeated Roman Reigns. Evil defeats Nagata with his own finisher as a reversal. Tapped him out in 11 minutes for 14 seconds. Everybody was stunned. <clears throat> and in the final match of the night for for Wrestling World Fridays, it was Kenny Omega and the Brotherhood versus Mr. Kova, Trevor Darius, and... Edward Joseph Edward Joseph takes the fall at 23 minutes uh, 18 seconds with the pin by Dustin Rhodes. That ends the match for that one. And we'll lead up until the upcoming <laughs> coming for the supercard on Wednesday so let's get to the Smackdown results first off we had the ding with the Miz then it was the Kofi Kingston versus the Miz in which the Miz by interference defeated Kofi Kingston Bray Wyatt was doing a segment call out Brock Lesnar by Elias Mandy Rose leaves oldest reaches with a gifted cake which leads into the next match Mitch Alessa Bless and Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose wins by interference from, I don't know what they're doing with this storyline. Uh, oh, we do, okay, it was cute. The whole thing is to set up Ziggler and all the rest of them. It is very possible that it's gonna be an inter, it's gonna lead into some sort of strange <laughs> story, small meta storyline between oldest kid, oldest Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and the main two storylines. Then it was Bailey stops Lacey Evans' charge. They didn't get the match over. Then Braun Strowman versus she- Nakamura. Nakamura is extremely talented, but a lot of interference here and there, but you can see the absolute talent this man has. Brought a little bit of ligarisms into it too, but Braun Strowman wins the match. Seamus puts Shorty G on notice, so there's his first fight there. Then we had Daniel Bryan receiving a gift from Bray Wyatt. Roman shall laid down the challenge against the Usos. And then the Usos and King Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler and uh, King Baron Coleman. It was winners by DQ and then the takeover from there. And then Bobby Roode showed up and they were all laid out. We're seeing three-way match coming in next week for that particular um thing. <laughs> for that for the next week's show leading up to Royal Rumble and the craziness that will ensue from that. Let's go to the ratings this week for SmackDown. SmackDown actually increased actually increased the ratings in the first hour so the first hour with the Miz and Kofi Kingston it was mostly Kofi Kingston the Miz um the storyline with um Otis and the rest of them Elias in the first part of the show actually did well and then you had the one with uh, he had segments with um but Bray Wyatt and the rest of them. So it is interesting to see that Kofi Kingston and The Miz are pushing the uh, pushing the uh, 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 the needle up. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it didn't do too hot later on. While the adults stayed at an 0.5, the both of the adults on the later parts went into a 1.0 at one side there. For the adults, it went down four three here, five and a six and a five on the next one for the men there. And then a two and a three and a two for the other one. Final ratings are two million six hundred and seventy-nine for the first hour. Two million two thirty-six for the next hour. It's around a two, four, seven, I believe. Two million four hundred and seventy thousand average for both sh- for both hours that are the ratings for those two hours so i want to talk about some of the rumors that i've been speaking about and it's related to what happened on fire pro wrestling World fridays yesterday on as of this recording yesterday um, you saw what Evil can do, and Evil has won that match against Nagata. And afterwards, uh, there was some interesting interlude saying that Evil's ready to go for the world championship and bring it back home to New Japan Pro Wrestling. If he has to go through Sonata, Nata will understand. But I don't think they're going to face each other. I really don't. I don't see it, but it could happen. Yet this to see it. But it could happen. That being said, um, there was a video out there on the internet concerning uh, Ito Shirai. And there was a cat, and there was not a cat but a racist, put it very simply, comment made by one of the fans towards Ito And Ido, and Ito. Having good English skills, starting to learn English as well. Saying back at the full sale uh, 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 reverie there. And of course she would be unhappy. Uh, you saw the video there. I know it's blood, a bit, bit, Everybody wants the. Day. You know, doesn't real go get through the same things as well. I know she gets that. But I don't think that, I think one of the things AEW kind of does a little bit better, which (laughs) ironically Russo has been talking about for years about how the fan base acts, especially how they look, how they act, all the rest of it. You see, he kind of a bit hypocritical on it, but he has a point. But he has a point. Edel Shara wants to be with a man. That's Is that a problem? I didn't say it's a problem. It, 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 I, in fact, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked, nor am I surprised. Because <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. The man is ready to become a star. <laughs> Everybody, you just saw it there, folks. The man's ready to become a star. You do that to one of the legends of the game. The him man is ready to become a star on his own right. And all the old and all the fathers are retiring, are about to retire. They're reaching fifty years old. They're they're at thirty six now. They're ready to go to the next level. Come on now. Unlimited role, she done everything she could in the WWE, unless the WWE sees that Triple Tails can be a sell, especially with the Olympics coming, and they're going to Japan, and they're gonna steal everything, not nailed down. My opinion, of course. But it's happening, it's starting to happen. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. She wants to go back home. She wants to be with her man. Her man is succeeding. Look at it. Look at the results. Do you want to continue to be with a fan base, raised on cornetisms isms And then raised on ditzy crap BS? I didn't say that phrase, other people said that phrase. We can, they can take it. But there comes a point where you just want to do the right thing. And you don't wanna do the right thing. I'm not saying every single girl out there gonna be like that. I mean, Bianca Belair, she is the toughest thing to day. But when it comes to home, the man runs the house. Either feels the same way with evil. So what is the problem? I think the fan base needs to re- learn how to respect that. That's what Russo's trying to, has been saying for a while. The problem is, is that they don't really know a, another thing. I'm going to kind of relate this to what I'm planning to do with the whole real thing which I'm going to showcase uh, as soon as I can get information on the matches that she had during the time she held the title. So to so tell the AEW fans that she has been defending the title all over. People don't understand <laughs> and AEW needs to do a better... This is one of the... Some of the criticisms... They have on the division. Where's their champion? She isn't in America... But she's not resting on the Mai and all that. Not doing photo shoots and whatnot. What is she doing? This is one of the mistakes they kind of make. And uh, yes... Omega kind of says a lot of strange things, but he is kind of right on the ignorance part of the on the equation. There's a lot of ignorance about it because <coughs> they know Bay Presley wrestles. Real is doing the same thing. Haters doing the same thing. The thing is, is that. Haters wrestling America, Sataland is wrestling in America. They don't see real wrestle a lot in the country. They see her wrestle, they don't understand that she has been wrestling almost 70 almost like 40 some matches in the 90 days that she has been a, a champion for AEW for the AEW women's uh, women's division. And They didn't like the ending and and nobody did, but these are growing pains. And I said it earlier. If they did a better job in telling where they're, where they, that she has worked hard. Well, look, look, I know there's a language separation, but they also need to figure out how to integrate aspects of their blogs. That they write for these major publicate for some of the major publications used in Japan use. If they run out there and they see what they go through, I don't think they would be calling her Brock Lesnar. Well, of course, Brock Lesnar is out there trying to, you know, raise his family and especially his daughter. Who's a shot putter and uh, a, a track star in media in the university for the uni uh, for min- in minnesota so i'm just saying folks they need to do a better job on getting close to some of these stars in a way that will protect their privacy and protect their other places of work without making them seem like they're just being lazy because they're not that is Far from the truth. Way, way far from the truth. So, that being said, I want to give you guys the schedule for the upcoming Supercard that will be on the 15th on Wednesday. So, the 15th on Wednesday is bashing the beach. And so, Clampa will be the first match and he will face off Dickerson. This is a part of a three-match series. If Clampa defeats Dickerson, he goes and face off against. Are you ready for who he's going to face off? He's not. He will face off. Clampa will face off Dickerson, and he will face off Datcher. If either of those two men win, Dickerson wins over Clampa, uh, Dickerson will get a title match against Cross. If... He defeats Datcher, that's Clamper and Datcher. The next time Clamper fights, Datcher will get a chance to go against Jay White in the U.S. title match. Then Clamper must face off against Cody Rhodes. If he beats Cody Rhodes, Clamper, before February 26th, he will have a shot at Jay White. White's title. The U.S. Championship, not to be outdone, Jay White will be in action. He will face he and two other wrestlers, possibly from, you know who. Will face off against Motsley, uh, Rowdy, and one other wrestler, but we don't know. Which the uh, what the third wrestler is it might be a surprise. It's gonna be fascinating to see. Oh, not to be outdone, I hear that a Scott's Diner is looking around the wings. Okay, <laughs> we have the year two quarterfinal. If the ding ends today, I don't think we'll be able to get. Uh, there won't be anyone there today. So tuesday there will be matches either five matches and determine on this some of them is days so we're only have eight matches left so there will be at least not a year two quarterfinal unless they decide unless management decides to air these matches either late at night or early sunday But I think they're saying it's early Sunday, they're saying. So early Sunday, they will air some of those matches. And then Tuesday, they will try and finish off most of the matches because they'll have it on the two year two quarterfinals. there, And any overtimes or year two quarterfinals will air on Wednesday, on that Wednesday, the 7th, 6th, the 15th. Then there will be one of the number one contenders for the Never Open weight title. Had to be 32 years or older, 32 years or younger to be in this league. It is mostly heavyweights. Some of the heavyweights are not available due to their being on the others doing today. But there were, are two being announced and mentioned. They will be mentioned and they will showcase their skills on that day. Might be Yoshihashi in the first one and Diokovic in the other. Or, and it could be Keith Lee in the other in the never Openweight Championship. And the other one. No age requirement there, but it has to be one junior, two heavyweights. One junior and two heavyweights. Have to be in the Never Six Man. could be two, three, it can't be three heavies. It has to be one junior, three heavies. So that, and then the Wonder of Stardom, the Wonder of Stardom tournament, actually Wonder of Stardom number one contender. It will be Zia Bugside. And Piper Nevin, and they will face off against two other wrestlers. We don't know who. It could be from Stardom. They could be from somewhere else. Gonna be fascinating. Could be that Lulu Pencil could premiere today. Could uh, show herself today. Never know. And then year two quarterfinal will be won, or a overtime match will determine who will go into the next round, into the semifinals. Now, that is for January 15th. On Friday show, that's January 17th. One of the semi-final matches will be the main event of the evening. One of the third round semi-final matches will be the main event of the evening. That will be the main event of the evening. And the other, either Never Wait Wonder Stardom or Never Wait Six Man will be the other main event. There will be two main events and then two other matches, Nabu Nakatashi... And possibly uh, Kazu will be facing off in that paper in that match. So, that is the upcoming matches that will be coming in there. I will also tell you this the main event for the January 24th show will be a rematch and a six way m- title ma- m- match and it will be the newly formed Strictly Business with you guessed it versus you won't believe this, the Brotherhood and the Elite with a special guest this is no joke folks, it's gonna go down and it's gonna lead up until Revolution which is gonna be absolutely crazy (coughs) will be absolutely crazy so those are the upcoming shows that are coming in the next couple of weeks and days days and weeks on Fire Pro Wrestling World on the Super on Bachelor of Beach and on that's the Super Card on the Champion Series Series sets and on the Friday show Okay, folks, we're done here for this very long episode of the unofficial radio show for Fire Pro Wrestling World. This is Jason Matters. Check us out on Instagram at Retrocade Retro Sports, on Twitter at Retrocade Sports. We are followed by the creator. Of this fantastic franchise, a fire pro. We all follow this so you know you can trust us. The website is shortly coming together, even though a day is coming together slowly, but hopefully we'll get it by the end of the month and then. Everything will be placed in it, put in its place, and made whole. So, for all of us here at Revocate Sports, this is Jason Matters. Take care of yourselves each other. We will see you guys next week with an all-new episode of the unofficial radio show for Fire Pro Wrestling World. Take care, and have a good day, weekend, and weekend. Everyone, Don't forget, we'll be back on our guys' channel for Fire Pro Wrestling World Series 6, Champion Series 6, Dash Bash in the Beach, and Fire Pro Wrestling World Fridays, Episode 14. Take care. We'll see you guys soon. When you look for champions, you always look to Rebel Kids Sports.